Uh, where are the storms? This is Way Over Our Heads, a weather and climate podcast. I'm Jim Dubois. Kenny Blumenfeld's a climatologist. Kenny, is it just my imagination, or has this been a less active June from a thunderstorm perspective than we normally would have? Oh, I am with you, Jim. <laughs> I am with you. You know, we should caveat it. The majority of Minnesota is really running low on thunderstorms, on severe thunderstorms. And of course, you know, nobody's going to complain about not having a, you know, a boat blown into their house. But, but, you know, we do kind of this time of year, we are used to having, you know, the skies turn dark and ominous and that kind of calm right before the storm and then boom. And that, usually happens several times during June. And we, we've been running short on that, at least, you know, in the Twin Cities area, for sure. In central Minnesota, uh, stretching from kind of that hump out in Big Stone and Traverse County, off to the east-northeast, right into the Arrowhead. It's been not only devoid of thunderstorm activity, but dry. It's been really dry. And they actually have real drought in that area. But our one exception is can you, on the spot, Jim, tell me the farthest northwest county in Minnesota? Oh, I put the, you on the spot. farthest northwest county in Minnesota. Oh my no goodness! Cheap. Okay, I, I've got to go. I'm not looking it up. I'm just thinking. Okay, so Moorhead would be in Clay County. Would yeah, go farther up than that? Yeah, there's go, two. Go up, there are two more counties, Halleck. aren't there? Halleck. Yeah, go up oh to Oh my Halleck. goodness! You know what, what county is that? I'm <laughs> I'm not uh, I'm not clicking. It's not Kuchiching okay. County, is it? Kitson. It's, no, it's Kitson. a K. It's Kitson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Kuchiching's <laughs> another northern border county, though. And you know what, Jim? I only know this. I mean, it gives me some credibility whenever I'm working out state. Um, I know all the counties and where they are because when I was a kid, this is so nerdy. But, you know, <laughs> they'd put the crawlers at the bottom of the TV screen when there was right. a severe thunderstorm warning or watch. And I was so obsessed and so concerned that these storms were going to hit us that my mom actually had the wherewithal to pull out an atlas or one of those big giant folding roadmaps. And she would say, oh, well, you don't have to worry. This is this one's up in Polk County. It's if it is going to hit us, it's hours away. Or this one's in Lake County. It's not even going to hit us. And so. I got through the process of, you know, reading those crawlers at the bottom of the screen and then finding them on the map. I got to know Minnesota pretty well. And now I've been lucky that I've, I've gotten to go to most of these counties. But in any case, I brought up Kitson and then its next door neighbor, Roseau. Those are the only two counties where we are seeing, we're actually seeing Blockbuster near record, if not record precipitation for the month of June. They have been hammered. The Halleck area, there's another area near there called Karlstad. They've just been pounded repeatedly. And so while, you know, for you and me, we've seen these thunderstorms that emerge on the radar and then they never quite get here or they skip over us. And th this is kind of a common story for much of Minnesota. The one exception has been far northwest Minnesota. Even, you know, Kitson County in the Halleck area, they've had strong winds. They've had numerous thunderstorm events. I think they maybe have had six and they've been big. So we've been watching the radar and it kind of shows the storms missing us, but off to the Northwest, they've gotten pounded repeatedly. There was one day where the Halleck area had about seven inches of rain. They had a tornado in Lake of the Woods County. They've had damaging winds in Donaldson. They've had large hail 
And this has happened not just one night or one event, but they've had numerous events. They've actually had severe thunderstorm warnings, tornado warnings. They've been in watches a few times, and you know we've had none of that. Of course, Jim, the other area that's gotten a decent amount of activity is old, reliable area in southeast Minnesota. It doesn't seem like they always they always kind of cash in and get the the heavier thunderstorms. They they haven't quite been as active as say Halleck. But they've certainly had some activity. They got the direct hit from from Cristobal. But the most of the state, we're we're kind of wondering, we're kind of wondering where where is the activity? And you're you're not just a heat guy, but you're a storms guy. Yes, too, right? yes. And June should be our month for thunderstorms, shouldn't it? Our our big month. Oh, sure. I mean, think of all the notable weather events that are historic for the state that happened in June. We had the, you know, we just had our 10-year anniversary of the big tornado outbreak of June 17, 2010. I, I can count. I can count by tens. <laughs> <laughs> the the big Lake Harriet Roseville Harmar tornado was in nineteen in June of nineteen eighty one. Tracy uh, June had, of sixty eight. Tracy June exactly. of nineteen sixty eight. Uh, was the Fargo tornado from uh, what fifty seven? Yes, that was a Juner. You are correct. Yeah, June twentieth yeah, I mean, or thereabouts, twenty first, somewhere toward the latter part of June, I think. You know, and when I was a kid, we had a really active week in June of 1984 that most Minnesotans probably won't remember. You might, because you're a, you're a broadcast and news guy, but this was a big deal on June 6, 1984. We'd already had two or three days of pretty heavy thunderstorms, and then we had this sort of outbreak of thunderstorms that progressed from the Twin Cities up into northern Minnesota, and it had uh, prompted a bunch of tornado warnings. But this was our first real encounter with the radar-indicated tornado warning false alarm. You might recall it was because the weather service at the time was relying on the brand new or somewhat new Doppler used by KSTP television. And this was a bit of a, almost a scandal because there was a, you know, whole afternoon of tornado warnings and then nothing to show for it. So that one I remember. And then two days later was the famous Barneveld, Wisconsin tornado, which was a kind of one of the devastating F5 tornadoes of the 1980s. So June, yeah, June usually kind of cashes in and we're just, we're coming up short. And again, nobody's upset that we're, we're missing the damage, but uh, that kind of the thunderstorms and the ambiance that comes with them, or that we've been missing those too. Well, we may have a chance at some thunderstorms, it sounds like here, with uh, the possibility of some heavier weather uh, later this afternoon in parts of uh, eastern North Dakota and then moving into northwestern Minnesota. What a shock. I, I got my money on Kitson County, Jim. Ah, uh, you do? Okay. <laughs> it's in the crosshairs. All right. Yeah. I think, you know, uh, there's going to be some thunderstorms uh, that make it into northwestern Minnesota will kind of come first, but then the, the western quarter or so of the state. This is, again, mostly kind of prime time, late afternoon to evening. There's some uncertainty about whether these storms are going to survive all the the dissipating energy overnight and and make it into the twin cities area it it's quite possible that we get strong thunderstorms out in western minnesota today that eastern minnesota gets sort of remnant light activity early tomorrow on friday and then and then a, a more 
noteworthy outbreak well off to our east and southeast on Friday afternoon and evening. That kind of seems like the setting, but I could see some strong thunderstorms, uh, potentially damaging thunderstorms again along the Red River and up into the, you know, those far northwest Minnesota counties that we discussed. I could certainly see that on Thursday evening, but then we kind of roll towards the weekend and, you know, the forecasts have really struggled over the last uh, several weeks where the the pattern appears to be getting stormy and the, the models start depicting a lot of precipitation. But, you know, again, we're predominantly dry here throughout much of Minnesota. So there's some question about how good are these models really doing? Is all the precipitation that's advertised going to materialize or are we going to we're going to miss out? There certainly appears to be that this weekend, we round the bend and start getting those high dew points and the really muggy conditions in. And as you know, Jim, those go hand in hand with heavy thunderstorms, especially heavy rain. And so I, I guess it's worth watching because we certainly could turn the corner into a much wetter pattern. Uh, but we're running multi-inch precipitation deficits at this point, too, in parts of central Minnesota. So there's a lot of catching up to do if we are going to get stormy. And Kenny, for the period Saturday through most of next week, we're going to be running several degrees above normal in terms of high temperatures, correct? Yeah, that is likely. Um, we're running warm already for the month. I mean, out in western Minnesota, it's been ridiculous. They've had several days this June that have been in the high 90s or even even 100 degree readings out in Marshall and Milan, Minnesota. Because we've got more humidity coming in, those extreme temperatures might not be as likely because you can't move the temperature up and down as quickly when you've got a lot of moisture in the air. But uh, yeah, it looks like we are going to spend the last several days of the month five to 10 degrees warmer than normal across much of the state. That's definitely going to put an exclamation point on the uh, on the kind of warm June that we've already had. And we're probably going to end up in the top 10 or top 15 in most areas. So short term, Kenny, Kitson County, get ready. They may be in the uh, crosshair <laughs> yeah. in the path of the storm once again. Here in the Twin Cities, if we see any kind of heavy thunderstorms or severe weather, what kind of events would you anticipate? Oh, I, I think that we won't. Okay. Um, the, if we were going to get severe weather in the Twin Cities, it would it would be strong winds and heavy rain because these are going to be nocturnal. It's going to be in that period, you know, either nocturnal or morning. And those storms tend to be old at that point. And the old storms have started kind of raining themselves out. And they're although they can have hail, they're, they're less likely to have hail. It has to be the new cells with the new updrafts that, that produce the hail. But a lot of times those old storms do have a lot of cold air that's formed in the top of the cloud and starts kind of uh, accelerating downward. And you get those rushes of cold air and strong winds. Uh, the most likely consequence would really be heavy rain. But again, the Twin Cities area on kind of late Thursday night into Friday morning is iffy. If I'm talking about you know potentially damaging thunderstorms with hail, strong winds, heavy rains, and maybe isolated tornadoes, I'd be looking in western Minnesota Thursday evening, and then I'd be looking into Wisconsin and Iowa on uh, on Friday afternoon and evening. All right. Well, Kenny, we may be moving, we will see, into a more active weather pattern here over the next few days. Certainly going to be 
warmer than average. Those dew points are going to be inching up. It's going to be a little more sticky. And uh, we'll check in next week and uh, see what's on tap uh, if we're going to get some more rain. If maybe uh, the June rains are going to be postponed to the end of the month and perhaps into early July at this rate. Yeah, I suppose we'll be looking forward to, we'll be looking at the 4th of July at that point. And we, you know, we might be in the, the midst of a sort of moderate, low to moderate end heat wave at that time too. It, it kind of, you know, looks like we're definitely going to see some high dew points, as you mentioned. And if the temperatures are up around 90 or so, well, that, that you string enough of those together and it can be pretty oppressive. But we'll see what the rain has to say about all of that. And we'll see where we are next time we talk. Sounds good, Kenny. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. This is Way Over Our Heads, a weather and climate podcast. I'm Jim Dubois. Kenny Blumenfeld's a climatologist. Have a great end of the week and a wonderful weekend. You also. Thanks a lot, Jim. We'll talk to you next time.